you are feeling an undeniable pull to a whole other level of growth or success or opportunity, but something about it feels out of reach because I'm not just talking about the growth that will naturally happen based on the effort you're putting in. I'm talking about a complete shift in your trajectory. And despite how hard you might be working or how much you've invested in yourself or in your business or how many people you've hired to support the growth or what you've launched or created, you're still just incrementally moving forward when you're not more so just maintaining. And that's how it feels. So what is it actually going to take? How do you take that next big stratospheric leap in your business and even more so in your life? where you just know, you know you've entered a new arena. So how do you step fully into what you're really called to and capable of doing? So today we're setting the groundwork for your next big leap. The kind that you look back on and you just see that, yep, that was the catalyst, that was the shift for all the good that you got access to next that you were trying to grind to before. So we will talk about exactly what's required, where your focus should be, and why this will be the smartest risk you ever take. Okay, let's do it. Hey, you're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz. This is the space where we equip overwhelmed entrepreneurs to become the confident, visionary leader their business, team, family, legacy need to win. After working with countless entrepreneurs over the last decade plus, I've noticed this theme. No matter the level of success they achieved, and I've worked with some incredibly successful business owners, they get to this point where they're asking, now what? You know, what am I being called to next? What does next look like? How do I get there? If you're listening to this, you get it you're craving more impact and you want to feel less frantic and in the weeds of your day-to-day roles and instead lead with that vision and that peace and that intention and that clarity. You want to wake up each morning with that clarity and vision and the time and the margin to do what you love in your business and in your life with your family. This show is where industry leaders come to grow into their next level of achievement and purpose and impact and legacy success in business and true legacy at home get ready because we both know you don't just need another strategy it is time for your breakthrough i have now over the last 13 years in business worked with thousands of people entrepreneurs seeking to build and grow their business Sometimes in the earlier stage of my business, it was people in specific industries, and then there was a period where we had a lot of offers that serve people early in business. Now we tend to work with people who are established entrepreneurs and business owners, but no matter what place they were at in the process, every single one of them had this ambition to break through to what was next. And it's hard to, you know, really define what that means, but for them personally, it felt like a leap that was a little bit out of reach, right? Not just the natural growth they were going to see from really hard work or new systems and strategies being applied. It was that holy-ish, I've finally done it. I've finally broken through to what I just couldn't figure out how to access before. So it's been fascinating studying, researching, taking note of all of these people, all with the same 
goal and intention of a big breakthrough and all of them struggling to access it. So I've boiled down three categories that are absolutely critical if you are going to take that 10x, 20x leap that you're craving or that you're feeling led to. And when I say that, I don't necessarily just mean in profitability or just in visibility or notoriety or whatever. It's however you would define it, right? But for most people, there is evidence to back up the fact that there's been a massive leap. So I think I've set the stage clear enough that I'm not just talking about like good growth in your business or stuff that will make you that next 100K or even that next million. I'm talking about when you completely shift into a new category that most people just can't get their hands on. So approaching that leap, are you approaching it as a hardworking entrepreneur willing to do the work, willing to create the systems, willing to hire the people, or are you approaching it as the leader you actually need to be to get there. There is a huge difference because think about it. There are countless hardworking entrepreneurs. So why aren't they all experiencing their big leap? Why aren't they all seeing this massive growth when they apply the principles and the strategies that are available to all of us through courses and coaches and even on the internet for free? Why is it that so few people ever make that exponential growth trajectory happen in their business and in their lives. So the first step and the first category you look at is your frame of reference, right? It's how you think. It's looking at the way you think as you identify and plot for that big leap. So you can call that mindset. You can call that, you know, the the way a leader might think. We did an episode, episode 205. If you haven't listened to it yet, it's got to be your next listen. It's how leaders think differently to win. And we break down this category even deeper. But this is kind of the, that's the prequel to what we're talking about today. So here's something that I say a lot, but I want to expound on it. The idea that knowing that what got you here won't get you there, right? You've you've heard that. But I want to take it one step further. It's not just knowing that what got you here won't get you there. So you apply one new thing, the new marketing strategy, the new hire, the new money invested, whatever. It's that what got you here will keep you here. I'm going to say it again, because when I heard someone frame it like that, because I've been saying for years, you know, what got you here won't get you there. Yep, obviously. But not just that. What got you here will keep you here. It is maintenance mode. All of that incredibly hard work that you might be putting in on a daily basis, 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week, 80 hours a week, you might think that you are applying that effort in order to see growth when in reality, what you actually might be doing is building the ceiling to your growth creating a plan to ensure that you stay where you are and you have no idea that that's happening. Because most well-intentioned entrepreneurs believe, understandably so, because they've experienced it before. So that formulates our thinking going forward, that when I worked this hard and when I tried these things, it led to growth. But it led to incremental growth. And we're not talking about incremental growth anymore. We're talking about exponential growth, a new trajectory, a new shift in direction and possibility. So it's not going to happen by doing the things that worked before or doubling down on the things that worked before. 
There's a book called 10x is easier than 2x. Actually, I heard the author say it. He says 10 times is easier than two times, but it reads 10x is easier than 2x. Anyway, I've read the book and I've listened to the book. And the premise of the book is that it's actually easier. I know it's going to sound counterintuitive, but it's easier to make this big leap than we're ta- that we're talking about than it is to continually just incrementally grow. Because how many times in your journey have you felt burnt out? Have you felt like, I don't know how much longer I can sustain like this. But then you look at the people who are taking that exponential growth curve and putting it into action through a whole different way of thinking that they're not burnt out, they are alive. The first thing in this mindset and this approach is realizing that when you identify what truly makes you come alive and you embrace that, even if it requires more of you from a tactical perspective, it's easier than grinding your way there. It's easier than one step at a time. So this idea of 2x is embracing the fact that when you're in this 2x mentality, you're determining the next logical step, right? Like the next strategy or thing that you can apply. And the options are endless. You run a business. The next little growth you could experience could come from mindset. It could come from the next social media marketing strategy. It could come from the hire of the person who's going to come in and write your blog posts or edit your videos. It could come from the next launch that you do. Maybe you'll see a little growth from that. It could come from the next client or two you bring on. Maybe that's a boost in your profit. Countless options. But to go 10x, right, that exponential growth, there are probably one or two things that are going to get you there, right? You, you immediately weed out all of the basic logical options and you laser in on what feels absolutely crazy, but if you did it and if you accomplished it, you know your business would explode in the best possible way. So the first step is getting in touch intuitively with what that thing is. And likely it's the thing that you've been suppressing, right? It's the thing that you're like, well, I can't afford to do that. I don't have the time or capacity to do that because I have to keep maintaining what's over here because this business pays the bills right? Or it's it's the mindset of, I'm not ready for that. Or when I finally have time, money, more experience, then I can do the crazy big leap. But I don't have the capacity for that yet. And the challenge to you is those who pursue the crazy big things, the things that have been placed on their heart that seem a little bit illogical, that people look at them and say, oh my gosh, are you crazy? They're the ones who have embraced the fact that they are willing to start too soon. (laughs) They're willing to take the leap before they're, quote, ready, and that the qualification and the equipping comes in the process of pursuing. It doesn't come, you, you don't get anointed with being equipped. You don't get anointed with being qualified. You do the thing that you're not yet ready for. And then in that molding process, in that pruning process, you are prepped. That's why so few people ever get to experience it or access it because they're sitting there waiting for the prepping to happen in the little incremental growth. And it's just not going to work like that. The other reason people don't go for this big, massive leap that they might be craving but ignoring because it seems illogical and too crazy and like too big of a risk is because they're too busy creating from a place of need versus a place of desire. So what do I mean by that? Super easy example. I've had countless clients where 
they know their 10x thing, I'll just use that for an easy point of reference, big leap, whatever you want to call it, is something that probably wouldn't generate revenue right now, right? But they know it's that next level for them. But when they launch something or when they sign a new client, that's revenue immediately. And they have team members to pay and they have, you know, bills to keep up with and a mortgage that they're staring down and a big business that they do have to maintain and they have to fulfill on. So they keep ignoring that desire that's been placed on their heart because the path to it would require them to shift focus away from the need. Well, I've got to pay these bills. Well, I've got to make this money. Well, this next client is a low-hanging fruit and I need that low-hanging fruit because that's money coming in. Okay. When you create instead, though, from a place of desire, when you do take the time and this requires you to build actual time into your schedule, which we're going to talk about in a minute, to be in that leadership and visionary zone where you allow the crazy ideas to come in and to process them, not as crazy ideas, but likely North Stars, likely the things that you know you have to start paying attention to unless you're okay continuing in maintenance mode. When you allow yourself to see and feel those things, you then can start to plot and chart the course forward, even if it seems crazy to everybody else. So when you know there's a book on your heart, you're like, I am meant to be an author. I know if I got this book out into the world, I would finally step into this new category. But I also know that sitting and writing a book every day is not producing a dime for me. And it's taking time away from the money producing things that keep me where I'm at, but they keep us functioning. It's easy to keep tabling the book. It's easy to keep saying, well, someday. Once I have this, remember we did an episode on the best business advice I've ever received. It was episode 206, and it's on the be-do-have principle. But anybody operating in the 2x world, which is most of people, the ones that never shift into the big leap trajectory, they are the ones that are operating from the framework that 99.99% of the population operates from. Have, do, be. When I have the thing, then I'll do the thing, then I get to be the thing right? Once I have the time and the money, then I'll do the work that's required to be the author someday. Now you got to be the author today. You got to be the author. What does an author do? You do the things an author does, which is likely showing up every morning writing. Then you get to have the abundance that you're seeking to create. I need to digress for a sec because I know you're feeling called to your next level and you need to stop spinning those wheels and hoping your business is just going to grow or someday you're going to have more freedom or maybe you're going to finally become known in your space. And I get it because that was my reality for years. I was stuck financially and I want to share what the differentiator was between being in that plateau financially, not having freedom, not having time to breaking into several million to finally getting that momentum at my back and feeling like everything was falling into place. And the difference for me was going from trying to figure it out and testing a bunch of things and guessing as to what would work to having one mentor in my life who believed in me and was willing to pull back the curtain on his eight-figure business to show me exactly what he was doing that worked. And all of a sudden, I had the answers to the questions and the solutions to the problems and the systems and the strategy and the leadership mindset I needed to have to, to be able to lead my business to success. And that's what I've done for you. I've compiled all the resources and the templates and the systems and the strategy and the leadership wisdom and the plug and play tools into one convenient place. So 
When you have questions about how to increase your sales or your conversions or how to have better messaging and marketing so that you attract the right people or how to lead your business well or how to grow your team or create a team culture that just leads to this mission that is taking off. All of those things, they're in one convenient place, a resource hub that we call your breakthrough year because you use it and you have your breakthrough year and you can pull from it whenever you need it. No more feeling stuck or wasting time and money. If it worked for me, if it worked for my many high-end clients, my high-performing clients, it's in there for you to leverage. So go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash leader and get on the wait list because only those on the wait list get a special discount and access to incredible bonuses like my most profitable year system and how to boost your sales and increase cash flow instantly. You guys, this one's a no-brainer. So go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash leader and get on that wait list. So speaking of that abundance, it's creating from abundance, not scarcity. When your mentality is, but I have to do these things, right? Like I have to record the podcast and I have to answer the messages in Slack and email. And then I have to keep signing these clients that keep me busy and make money for me at this level because I have to. That's a scarcity mindset. An abundance mindset is... Stepping into that next level before you're ready, before you have the evidence, before you feel prepared, then doing the things required of that person, right? Being the person, doing the work, putting in the actions, then you get to have what you want to have. That's operating from a place of abundance. It's knowing that because you're pursuing wisely what's been placed on your heart, you will get access to that next level. And the only way that comes... This is the next category, right? We talked about mindset or or reference point is by taking the risk. The only way, the only way there is there are zero detours that allow you to avoid this path. The only way is by taking the risk. You do not get to access your big leap, your stratospheric growth, your exponential growth, your 10x without great risk, which is why so few people access it. Just let it sink in for a second. Because when you start to embrace that what you truly want in your life is a risk, and you start to realize that that's how you get there, you stop avoiding the risks. You start to open your mind to risk. You open your mind to failure and mistakes because risk comes with failures. And the reason we don't take them because we hate failing. We don't want to live in the mistakes. It's way easier for us to keep going the way we've been going because we've figured it out and we can maintain it. I know how to bring in the $20,000 client. So I'll just keep bringing in the $20,000 client because that's safe. I have the framework. I know how to sell. I know how to make it happen. So I'll just keep doing that. But if you choose that, you are actively choosing to not take the risk that would take you into $10 million, which is fine. Again, the money is just an example. It might not be about money for you. It might be about impact, right? Or purpose, or calling, or a wrong that you are writing in the world, something you're fighting against. But you have to understand that you don't get to do both. You don't get to take the safe path and experience the unbelievable abundance and possibility that comes only from taking the big risk. The 
way that you know that you are in pursuit of that trajectory shifting path is that you feel like your toes are out over the edge, curled around the edge of a cliff. You cannot do this from a safe, comfortable place. The risk is not an incremental process because that's a lot safer because guess what when you do things incrementally when you take one step at a time if you fall down one step that's not that bad of a bruise right when you leap like staircase to staircase floor to floor the fall is a lot greater the risk is bigger and sometimes in order to do and pursue the things that are intuitively or consciously or you know placed on your heart You know they're the next big thing, but they're terrifying to you. Sometimes you also have to understand that you go backwards before you go forwards. So as an example, I have an incredible client who knew that her calling was to be on stage sharing this big message that was placed on her heart. And it was big. And she was fighting against... (laughs) she was fighting against what she considered a big evil in the world. But she had a very safe business. She brought in about $2 million in revenue, had great margins, could pay her team, small but mighty team, well. Her family was super secure, and she was masterful at that. And in order for her to pursue putting herself out publicly, righting this wrong in the world, especially since it's something she hadn't done. She'd been a very behind-the-scenes person in her business where her business grew through referrals, not because she had some viral social media following, that she was going to have to develop her speaking skills and her negotiation skills and her pitching skills and her influence. And that was going to take time, right? So she was going to have to hire a speaking coach, which is an expense, to start to develop develop herself in that area. She was going to have to start to make relationships that she didn't yet have to pursue this calling. She was going to have to start to pitch herself probably at a pretty low price point comparatively to the clients she was bringing in that were really easy to bring in at a much higher price point and get her name out there. This was a two to three year path for her to even just get it to a place where it was producing enough to survive on. So she intentionally, she intentionally took the financial hit of reducing her client load to about half and hiring, which is overhead, people to manage the client load that she had so that she could shift her focus to this long-term mission. This was years ago. And in this pursuit, it meant she went through a few years of famine financially because she was outsourcing the work she was doing, that she was normally taking that as margin and going into her bank account. She was reducing her client load so she had less to put into what she could easily maintain and live very well off of. And she was putting her energies into this long-term growth path. Last year, she brought in $30 million. $30 million. Her safe place was $2 million in revenue. And about $1.2 million in profit, which is really good. A lot of us would fight for that. She spent three years. She and her family completely changed their lifestyle. They reduced. <laughs> they downsized. Because they knew when something is placed on your heart and you are, it keeps you up at night. And the path to it is going to be rocky. Edge of the cliff, rocky. She was prepared to change the way that they lived to pursue it. 
And for those about three to four years, things were ugly for them financially. There were no guarantees. But this mission was heavy. It was heavy on her heart and she had to pursue it. And what was once her ceiling, two million, is now like not even on her radar as a floor. She's a known name. She's making a massive impact. And she's brought in $30 million because of her fight. This is the power of the big risk. And she did it publicly. She called her shot. She put it out to the world. I'm doing this. And do you know the pushback she got? She was called crazy. She had business coaches that she had invested in previously over the years that said, there's no way. This is nuts. You have great margins. Why would you do this? You have an awesome team. You have an awesome product. But she knew she had to do it. This was going to be her big leap. And in that about four-year period, she had a ton of failures, by the way. This was not like a natural growth thing for her. It was really painful. There was a lot she had to overcome, not just in her lifestyle changes, but even just mentally believing that she was capable of what she was trying to pursue. Sometimes you go backwards before you go forwards. I have countless stories of people who had chosen consciously to take their big leap, knowing full well that it was going to come with new sacrifices. I think a lot of times we get tricked into thinking, yeah, it's a risk, but it's just going to work, right? Like it's either work, it's going to work or it's not. And they're like, okay, I'm just going to send this pitch. But if this pitch goes through, then it all takes off. No, it's usually many, many things that have to happen between here and there to make that leap come to fruition. So you have to think differently and then you got to be willing to take the actions, take the risks. And then finally, the third category is evidence. Evidence. It's not just about taking one singular risk, right? And it's not just about thinking differently. It's about operating differently. In your day-to-day, there has to be evidence that you are no longer doing what you did to get here. You are now doing what you need to do to get there. I should be able to open up your schedule and see the evidence of that. I should be able to open up your calendar and see protected time going in to this leap. We talk a lot about what I call high leverage moves. These are the things that have a ton of leverage toward the big leap, towards your 10x, your exponential. When you do them, they massively produce for you. One thing, one of my clients, Allie, who runs Master Maternity Leave. She's amazing. She spoke at one of our uh, mastermind retreats. She's one of my mastermind members, and we asked her to speak because she's brilliant in the space and with systems. And she talked about this premise, this this formula she came up with called 90-90. Very simple, but very few people willing to do it. She knew her big leap was going to be a book. And she had never written a book before, and she had no time or capacity to write the book because she had so many clients. She's She works with very high-profile, uh, high performers. She said, okay, for 90 days, I'm going to carve out 90 minutes of my morning that are highly protected. My team is well aware of them. I will not take calls. I will not, not look at Slack or email or do anything else, zero distractions. And I will dedicate for her 90 minutes to writing this book every day for 90 days. Well, not only did she write the book in 90 days, she wrote and edited the book in 90 days, and soon after that was publishing a bestseller. So you have to identify who 
do you need to be to make this happen? And then what does that person, that version of you have to do to make it happen and stay lasered in on that 20% daily? In we operate in the 80%. We're doing all the things. We spread ourselves thin across things that are not in our zone of genius. And that's where we dedicate our time. And for this type of leap, it's about getting lasered in on the 20%. Now, this is another way that sometimes you move a little bit backwards before you move forwards. Dan Sullivan talks about the idea of who overdo. I talk about this too, but he talks about it from a different angle. I talk about it from the angle of who do you need to be is more important than what you need to do. You have to determine that first. And he takes it a step further and says, who do you need in your stratosphere to do what you want to do? Meaning, who do you need to hire to take the 80% off of your list so that you can laser in on the 20% that's going to move the needle? A good example of this, Atomic Habits, James Clear, everybody knows him. When he knew it was time to write Atomic Habits, he was blogging at the time for the years leading up to that. And that took up a lot of his time in addition to running his business. He knew that in that year that he was going to work on Atomic Habits, which ultimately I believe ended up taking three years, but obviously has paid off. That was his big leap. That was his 10x, probably 100x. He was going to bring in people to cover the 80% the blogging, running the business. So his 20% was writing the book, researching and writing the book, which came at a big expense. Because when you're hiring, that's a big expense. But it was a risk worth taking because he knew where he was going. So who do you need to bring into your world to take the 80% off of you so you can laser in on your 90-90, that high leverage those high leverage moves that are going to fall into those 90 minutes and beyond the rest of your day too, to focus in on what is actually going to drive this leap forward. So again, the three categories, if you're feeling like, ah, I want to reach that next level, but I cannot, it's not within reach. It's for good reason. Of course, it's not within reach. Because remember, what got you here won't get you there. And what got you here will keep you here. So the three categories are your frame of reference, your mindset, how you view this pursuit. The next being the risks you're willing to take because this cannot happen without great risk. And then finally, the evidence that you're living out what's required. Be, do, have, right? Who do I need to be? But then what do I need to do? Time after time after time, what do I need to do? And get rid of any of that 80% that is not supporting this big leap. It might be comfortable, that 80%. It might get your bills paid. It might keep you very, you know, good where you are. But it's not going to help you get to where you want to go. You can do this. I believe in you. I'm in my big leap year. Be there with me. Conveniently, it's also a leap year. So make it your leap year. Let's do this. If you haven't yet uh, left a review, will you do that for us? That's actually helping in our big leap because we want to bring you more incredible guests that are going to bring you content that are going to support your big leap. So please leave us a five-star review. Leave us a little note. It helps so much. We read everyone. We're super grateful. I actually wish the podcast reviews left actual names of people and emails so that we could personally reach out and thank you because I'm so grateful for every last one. And please share the show. That's another way that we get it out in front of more people so we can better support you and get better resources to support you. Thank you for listening. I want this to be your big leap year. Let's do it. 
I hope today's episode gave you what you needed. If it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next powerful episode. And I know it's so cliche to ask for a review. It always feels weird asking for one, but you guys, that makes a huge impact on the show. We read every one of them and it helps us get incredible guests to serve you. Don't be shy. I love connecting with our listeners. You can follow along on Instagram when I'm on there at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question or guest you have for us, reach out, share your thoughts. You can connect at marketing at luminaryleadershipco.com. And we do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve you. Thanks for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. Tune in next week to keep building your legacy and becoming the confident visionary leader you are meant to be.